Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. All right, everyone, welcome to week three of uh, Road to 272. You got me, Ryan, Ryan hosting here. Thanks, Joey. We got Joey to the side of me over there and Bryant right below me. Welcome, oh, guys. Thanks oh. for joining this week. What up? Nice to, nice to see Joey's face this week. Not not so busy as, as he has been. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, I don't want to say lazy week, but I'm down in Beaumont, Texas this week instead of Vegas, so I actually have some time to breathe and do some shit. So, yeah. Good. Good. Um, you may have noticed we didn't have anything on Monday. We skipped Monday because of Monday Night Football, Trent and I being Vikings fans. Um that didn't go so well. So, <laughs> so that, well, I'm saying kind of busy schedules got in there. And then once I saw that game going on, I'm like, it's good we weren't watching this live, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it would have been, uh, it would have been the worst roller coaster because it wouldn't have been up. And then that would have been the de- just downhill the whole rest it of the ball. It would have been downhill all night. All night. So, I, I, I don't know how I forgot about, I mean, no offense, primetime Kirk. I mean, I forgot that he <laughs> just kind of doesn't show up. Like, yeah. week one was so good. That's where I surely he's passed it at this point. But I don't know, dude. That was that was in his in his defense. It was rough. All fifty to all fifty three players were rough. There was not mm-hmm. a there was not a standout player at all in that game. It was a it was a combined effort. So it was mm-hmm. good good learning experience for the team. I think um, we'll see how. Uh, Coach KOC comes through this week if he comes through has a different game plan. But mm-hmm. you know, I one of the my favorite things was I don't know what the whole uh play 10 yards off of the wide receiver game plan was. That was very bold as they were able to just pass it at will, but mm-hmm. hopefully they'll have that figured out after this this week. How do Maybe. you go from shutting down Aaron Rodgers to letting Jalen Hurts do that? It's crazy to me. I don't understand it. From what I, you know, just from my, what I was looking at, like I said, they were playing 10 yards off every play. Um, They did everything they could to contain him instead of put pressure on him. We, I don't know if we blitzed at all. Like we just didn't do put any pressure on him. We've got two amazing defensive ends, I guess. Now they're outside linebackers with the three, four, but we, we just didn't do anything to put any, any pressure on him. So yeah, we let him, go at will it was mm-hmm. like i said hopefully learning experience this week and it, it's only one game we've got 15 more games um yep. just one game yeah i will say yeah. that uh, just going off that game hurts all the reports coming out of like training camps and stuff of him going through his progressions and looking crisper as a passer they weren't lying he looked really good that game so he looked very good yep yep looked very very good so. That, that was the only thing I could think of when you're saying why they're playing off is maybe it's like they didn't respect him enough. Like going, we're going to let Jalen Hurts beat to, because after it's watching that Lions game and then and then their defense just was going ham. I mean, yeah. it was that Darius right. Slay that fucking was on like every single pass interception and blocking mm-hmm. it. Yep, yep. Yeah. It was and it was a weird deal. They were trying to – I don't – Adam Thielen wasn't a thing until the fourth quarter. And I don't know why he's not a thing. We tried forcing it to Irv Smith so much, and he's the one who dropped that big pass that was probably going to be a touchdown. So I don't know. It was it was a confusing game plan, but 
Well, we move. That, we move on. That yes. was one thing. People that aren't Vikings fan are going. Why is there a number eighty-four in a Vikings uniform? <laughs> that is dropping yeah. balls. That is not Randy Moss. Get him out of there. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He could have been on the board a couple times on Clark's board, but now yeah. just yeah. once in one drop pass, I guess. <laughs> Probably to the benefit of both of you, Clark's not on, so he doesn't have that board just showing behind him the whole freaking time. <laughs> I don't I don't know if Kittle well now that Garoppolo's playing, Kittle's probably gonna play now. Yeah, yeah. That's all he's doing is holding out the better quarterback to get thrown in there. I, I see how it's going now. <laughs> I read it the other day that Bold. <laughs> I read I read a deal today that it said that the morale of the team is higher now that Garoppolo is going to be starting. That's yeah, I don't blame it. I mean Garoppolo's serviceable, but I mean, could you blame him for you're building up and then it's like, all right, and then we're just gonna trust this. Uh, you know, is he year two? He, he's because he was a rookie last year, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, this year two guy that a bit unproven, but they're wanting to go forward with him. I, I can't blame him. No. No, but I mean, you have a quarterback that's taken you to the NFC Championship twice. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get it. But that's why I'm not a, a GM or a head coach. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm here. <laughs> but what else should we get going on the bets? Uh, yeah, should, should we sure. do the standings real quick? I, I'm I'm only oh, here because yeah. I'm at the top right now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So all of you guys went eight and eight. I went what seven and nine. I so. mean, it was. I miscalculated when I said it's a five-way tie, but yeah, one off, and we all did god awful. We were we were poking yeah. fun at Fade Bryant in the morning because I lost all the afternoon games, and then our, and then the you know late early evening ones, and it was flipped around. It, it was I've never seen so many people be exactly five hundred or right there. You know, usually yeah. one person sticks out, but no, we were yeah. all the uh, same. Yeah, I was excited because Sunday morning I, I went five and two. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a good Sunday. And then the afternoon, just the Rams crap the bed, the Raiders crap the bed. Um, I I can't remember. Wasn't there one more that crapped the bed that I, I can't remember? But yeah, it was just probably since. Oh, yeah, that that was the other one uh, I remember watching. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know. It's I oh, really didn't watch just that didn't one. Do anything? Broncos. I was. But like, is Cooper Rush actually legit? I mean, he's he's two and zero in his two starts. Uh, I mean, I That's I don't know. Question. It's just sneaky luck, but That's a good question. But <clears throat> we'll find out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's got a. I mean, honestly, he's probably got a decent shot being three and zero playing the Giants this week. But again, we'll see. Sunday night football again. So yeah, yeah. All right, we'll start with Thursday. Um, we got Steelers versus Browns. That's Thursday, right? Yep. Pittsburgh is uh, four and a half. No, oh, Cleveland's four and a half points, right? Yeah, Cleveland's four and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, over under is thirty eight and a half. Uh, I I got the Browns at four. What I took. Um, I I I, uh, I put these I I put these picks in last night slash this morning. So that's what I that's the number I was able to get it at. Now it's at four and a half. Um, yeah, but. I uh, I just don't trust that Steelers defense. Um, I shouldn't trust the Browns. They just let the Jets come back big time. But I just the Steelers. I just I, I talked about it last week. I just don't think they're you know their historical defense. This Pittsburgh's always known as this defensive team. And I just you know five years ago, yes, I would say so. But 
Um, I think I think the Browns offense is going to be too much for them. And I don't think the Steelers offense, it sounds to me like they're having growing pains with Trubisky now. You've got you've got the fans calling for uh, the backup to come in. So, yeah, I'm, I'm doing Browns minus four. You know, Brian, what do you see? Um, I, I have Pittsburgh covering. I, I think if anything, it's going to be close. I mean, really, both those teams have pretty solid defenses, and it's going to be uh, – offenses aren't the greatest. I mean, Nick Chubb's kind of gone off a little bit. But like you said, I mean, Cleveland last week, you allow 14 points in a minute 30. I mean, whatever everyone's talking about, and I was included in that, but, like, when you're talking about, well, Nick Chubb lost the game, he should have dropped. You know, it's never a bad thing when you have people going, well, you shouldn't have scored more points because then you would have lost. <laughs> no, you go yeah. and you score that. You just don't shit the bed the last nine <clears throat> seconds on defense. So, I don't that's know. Like I the, yep. That's go like ahead. the first onside kick that's happened since these new rules have gone about, too. Like, it's it's almost impossible. The NFL has almost made it impossible to get an onside kick, and the Jets did it. Mm-hmm. No, it's just absolutely incredible by the Jets to actually get the onside and all that. But the one stat I wanted to bring up, Tomlin is 46-23-2, so he's 67% against the spread as a dog. So, And then 16-7 and seven against the spread as a dog after a straight-up loss. So, I mean, he, he's proven that on after a loss and t- normally just straight-up he – you know, if Pittsburgh loses by three, then we're covering the spread. So I, I, I've got Pittsburgh plus four and a half. Joey? Uh, I've got Cleveland winning straight up. Uh, I'm, I'm, again, I'm doing only money lines. Um, I had Pittsburgh in there, <clears throat> excuse me, for a second. Then you start talking about the defense. I was like, oh, shit, TJ Watt's still out. So, yeah, and it's at home with Cleveland. So, yeah, I think Cleveland wins in a defensive battle. Might actually be a very entertaining Big Ten-ish game. So, I think I'm going to tune in. <laughs> Hopefully, we get that 7-3 to three score. Exactly. I'll be honest, Give me a couple it, safeties and we're fine. Yeah. If it was still at like 40 and a half, what it was at, I might have taken the under, but it's already dropped two points. Now, it's not to Iowa Rutgers minus 35 and a half, but I mean, that, that's still pretty damn. It's too low for uh, too rich for my blood. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think Clark took the plus four and a half also with Pittsburgh. So, okay. so I'm the I'm the odd man out here. Hopefully I'm the right one. <laughs> like we, we, you got to be bold though, Ryan. Remember, like I said last week, you're either going to trajectory and, and beat everyone and, and make up a game, or we're not going to be talking about it as much next week. So, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> true. Uh, next game is Ravens and Patriots. Ravens minus three, um, 42 and a half is the over under. This is this was the easiest bet I made all week. I took Ravens minus three. I don't know. In what world they think the Patriots can keep up with the Ravens offensively? I don't know. I don't think the Patriots have an amazing defense either. I mean, you know, I don't. Bill Belichick, since Tom Brady has left, he's kind of lost his domination. So this, to me, was the easiest bet. I, I think. I think the Ravens blow win by, you know, ten at least. Okay. Joey, what about you? Yep, uh, I agree with you. I don't understand. You know what everyone's thinking with the Patriots being uh, they're the underdog still, but yeah, I, I just don't get it. Uh, Baltimore is four miraculous touchdowns away from Tua of uh, being undefeated still and having a good shot at the AFC side. So yeah, I uh, I'm gonna go with Baltimore also. Right. 
I'm checking real quick. I, I I mean, like you said, this one was a pretty damn easy bet. I'm checking to see what the actual if you could get a better uh, uh, better odds with. I mean, moving the spread out because, like you're saying, if you're confident in te- in minus ten, you almost want to see if you can get the like a a minus six and a half spread for Baltimore yeah. and get better I, odds for you too. I've done I've done that with a different game this week. So okay. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think after that one, the the Ravens feel one slip between their fingers. I mean, yeah, the Patriots beat a, a beat up Steelers that didn't have T.J. Watt by three. So, I, I I almost went the over on this one just because I think Baltimore is going to take the regression out. But I'm just going to take Ooh. Baltimore uh, covering. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust uh, New England to score enough points to to do the over. But oh, here we go. One second here, Baltimore. Uh, if you get Baltimore minus uh minus six and a half, you could get plus uh, one forty six. I mean, if you if you got the uh, my, or, uh, minus nine and a half to cover that, you could get plus two oh eight. So I mean, if you're really that confident, you can get some a decent return if you think they're going to win by that much. Yeah, my bet's already in, but that that is a good yeah. idea for sure. Um, Clark took Ravens money line, so he's not as confident as I am, I guess. Oh yeah, what are they? Yeah, money line they're minus one fifty five. I mean, for the amount of money we're betting, it's not going to make a huge difference, I guess. No, but no. yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident the Ravens cover that with ease. Yeah. Uh, next is Bengals Jets. Bengals minus five over under is forty five. Uh, uh, I'm conflicted on this one. The Jets. I mean, I I won money off the Jets last week. Um, I actually. The Bengals just look like trash. I I don't know what happened to them. They just look like trash. Joe Burrow's getting sacked every other play. But That's you know he's kill. yeah he he's he's uh, taking himself off of social media though. So he's uh, maybe he's gonna do some more film studying with that. So I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go with the Bengals minus five. I just think they've got to start playing, have some sort of resemblance of last year's team at some point. I think I don't, they won't be as good. I don't, I don't even know if they'll make the playoffs the way things are going this year already. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just my, my reasoning behind it. It's kind of crappy reasoning, but yeah, I'm going to go with Bengals minus five. Uh, Joey's shaking his head. Joey, what's going on there? What's your thoughts? Well, I think that head. the Bengals, the Bengals do kind of look like they did last year with that offensive line being a total piece of shit. So yeah, uh, I, I I'm taking the Bengals this week because I think it's a get right game for them with the Jets. Uh, I don't think the it's Jets are be. extremely good. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I just I don't know. Like you're saying, they have to turn that shit around. They're too good of a team offensively to be to keep losing. Um, yeah. But yeah, that offensive line like. I honestly feel like I could start if I tried out for them. So, yeah. You think last year, this game, Bengals versus Jets, would have been at least seven points? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so. but... yeah. Yeah. I always find it funny when it's weird. Like, I get a three point spread in a, in a six and a half, seven point spread. Whenever it's five, I always think, I almost feel like the game is going to be exactly five because how the fuck does Vegas know that? You, you know, it's just mm-hmm. a weird spread, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, again, I think this is a, a get right game. The the Jets last week, they're 14 points and 90 seconds away from a loss, you, you know, so yeah. they squeaked out a win as much as I love Brees Hall. I think this is the get right game. Um, 
you know, the, the biggest question I had on this one was not going to be Cincinnati covering the spread was if they do happen to lose, do we call him Joe in three Burrow or is it Joe Burrow in three? That's the big question I got. So don't make me get to that point, Joe. Just win the game, cover the spread, make me happy, you know? Oh, geez. Yeah. Um, I didn't look and see what Clark had on this one. And by the way, Trent didn't get his picks in, so you won't hear any of uh, Trent's. But he's saying just assume he's going 16 and 0 this year. So, yeah. or this week. Um, what did what did he have, Clark? Um, Clark, he had for Cincinnati. He had Jets he, plus five. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So, I guess the Jets only lose by a field goal. I guess he he he's winning that one. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, they've got a Cincinnati has to come out and, and win one big at some point, I would assume. Mm-hmm. I'll keep riding this train until it loses me enough money. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next we've got Bills and Dolphins, Bills minus five and a half, over under is 53. I, uh, I'm going with the Bills, the Bills just look absolutely amazing. I don't know. Until until somebody until somebody beats them, yeah, I'm taking them at minus five and a half. Um, until somebody beats them or keeps it close, I I'm gonna ride with the Bills. Right? Yeah, I I have Buffalo minus six, and and that's just gonna be one of those. Uh, they've been so dominant. I, I mean, what was it, week one, forty-one to ten, and then this last well, thirty-one-seven. Uh, what what was this Titans score? Forty-one. Yeah. 41-7. So, I mean, we, we've yep. just had back-to-back. I'm sorry, it was 31-10 week one, 41-7. They played backups for a whole quarter. I, I mean, I don't know. That, that That is absolutely insane watching a team in the NFL. You know, Ohio State, they do that when they're playing against Akron. Just the Bills doing that against the, the Titans that weren't far off from being a Super Bowl dark horse a couple years ago. So, mm-hmm. I, The one yeah. seed in the AFC last year. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Sorry, I forgot it was the, that was even last year because of the miracle yeah. run by the Bengals and everything else. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, did you guys watch? Did Malik Willis look good at all? I saw a couple snaps, but it was Bills were just dominating so much I didn't really notice. I was I was watching the Vikings game. He looked better than Ryan Tannehill, that's for sure. No. Yeah, Tannehill. I don't know what the hell they're doing with him. Like he just. He does not look good whatsoever. Um, Did you know already he named him starter again for next <laughs> No, I didn't. Where did Maybe he move the wide receiver? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they lost A.J. Brown. That, that's exactly what I was going to say. They could play wildcat offense. They can put Malik in. All of a sudden, you got an old wide receiver at, at number two as a quarterback just sits there all willy-nilly. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what we can fix the Titans, boys. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the uh, so. the the Titans, uh, their offense just looks weird because they don't have that outside threat. And then as soon as Taylor Taylor Lewan went on, I'm like, oh god, the game's over. So at least I took Derrick Henry and he got me a touchdown point in our fantasy league thing. So that was good. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Yep. Joey, are you on the Bills this weekend? Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I almost thought about taking an over even though I'm doing money lines, but I mean, if we're giving out any other advices, but I don't think that Miami, I mean, Miami's offense looks damn good, but fuck that bill's defense looks amazing. Um, I don't know if Tua has any, if Tua doesn't play absolutely perfect, Miami's going to get routed just like Tennessee did. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Clark had bills money line also. 
Next, we have Motor City Dan Campbell's uh, Detroit Lions against the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are minus six over under. You've got 52 and a half there. Um, I'm taking the Vikings minus six because I, I want to have faith. <laughs> I want to I want to have faith that we can beat the Lions by by a touchdown. Um, I, I truly believe they're still the better team. Um, I'm I'm on the you know it's just one game. The Vikings. I mean, you go back to week one and look how amazing they looked. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna say it's it's one game and we're gonna be able to beat the Lions by a touchdown. It's at home. I I just think it shouldn't be an issue. But Joey. Yeah, this is one that I definitely would take the over if I was going to bet overs on this because uh, Detroit's offense looks freaking explosive right now. Uh, Goff has some good receivers. He's got Hawkinson, or Hawkinson and he's got DeAndre Swift. Like They, they look loaded on offense, uh, and their defense looks pretty bad. So I think uh, both teams <laughs> put up a bunch of points. But I am going to take Minnesota winning outright. Um, like you said, I think they're just a better team. Um, but yeah, I, uh, that, that's a sneaky one that you could take an over on here. Yeah. My confidence level isn't high, <laughs> right? But right. I'm hoping, I'm hoping we actually press a little bit on, on defense. I'm hoping we're not letting the receivers have 10 to 15 yards open, but mm-hmm. Bryant, what are you, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, as, as an experienced gambler, you're doing the worst thing you can do is start betting with your heart and believe because when, <laughs> when the, if, if the Vikings lose or they don't cover, it's a double hit because not only you're sad about your team, but then you're like, you're sad about the money lost. So yeah, so just, just warning you, bud, don't, don't go far too on that. Um, after yeah. last week, I have a uh, Detroit covering six points here. I don't know if they'll necessarily win, but they'll keep it close. I mean, looking at the past stats here, uh, Detroit has covered – the first two weeks here, they covered five and a half versus Philly, which looks pretty legit. And then Washington uh, covered – they covered the one point when they actually – they're one-point underdogs and covered up outright. Um, the last three games have been decided by two points as well between mm-hmm. the Vikings and the Lions, and Lions won the last one. So I, I just think right now the Lions are playing with a little more confidence. It depends on what Vikings we see. I think the good news is I think this – what time does this game start here? Eleven. Yeah, this one starts at, at, noon. at, it's at the noon game. Yeah, noon here, so we're not going to have prime time. Kirk, he doesn't have to worry about that. I just think, I think it'll be a really close game, and and Detroit uh, covers here. That that St. Brown has been amazing so far this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hard knocks hype. Um, yes, sir. What's that? I said hard knocks hype. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the six points against the team that just got blown out on Monday Night Football is, is hard knocks hype, but uh, Clark also has the Lions at plus six, so I, that's probably the right bet. Um, I'm going to go with a, this is a bounce back show that we're we're actually a pretty dominant team. That's what I'm going with. I'm going to go ahead and assume Trent's taking the Vikings. Yeah, uh, I would I would guess so. Um, next, next we have the saints versus the Panthers. The saints are three point favorites over under four and 40 and a half. I am going with the Panthers money line. I've got an underdog money line here. Um, isn't James, James Winston's kind of hurt, right? His back is, is kind of hurt. When isn't he? He's kind of like George Kittle. He's just always hurt. <laughs> they haven't looked. They haven't looked too impressive. They. I know they've. They've won. Or did they lose this last week? They lost this last week against Tampa Bay. Mm. 
Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He has three fractures in his back, and they said that if he plays, it won't get any worse. How that okay. is possible is beyond my fucking knowledge. So whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's one of those things that I didn't think you could uh, have fractures on your back. And and yeah, I, I I guess there's a reason I'm counting parts and not fixing backs. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think they've looked that great this season. They they barely got past the Falcons. Um, I think Amar is going to be back, so that'll help. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the money, lo- the, uh, money line underdog with the Panthers. Kind of a bold pick. Uh, Brian, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Um, I believe – give me one second. It's Carol- yeah, Carolina um, plus three. Kind of the exact same reasons. I'm, I had to get the stats in front of me. I mean, right, the, it was close versus Tampa Bay, but then they just completely – it was 10 minutes of football that went – everything went the wrong way, and Tampa took advantage of it. And I think it was 3-3 tied at one point, and then it was 20-3. to Like, I, I, it's like I closed my eyes, woke up, and they were down by two and a half scores. So, um, no, I would say the Saints haven't covered both of their spreads this year. I guess neither have the Panthers, but they've lost the Giants 19 to 8 16, and they lost to the Cleveland Browns 26 24. So, I mean, it seems like they've got, uh, I, they're like right on the precipice of getting that first win. I don't know. I, I just, like you said, with the injury concerns with the Saints, I, I think the Panthers at, at least cover. I, I'm not 100% if they actually win, but they're trying it that way. I think Baker's got to get his first win this week. Mm-hmm. Joey, uh, I'm kind of I'm going the opposite. I'm going to take the Saints on the road. Uh, for me, it's just basically a coin toss. And when it comes down to coin tosses, uh, in my brain, I'm like, well, who's got the better players at you know the better players on the field or on the court or whatever? And I'm going to take the Saints with Marshawn Lattimore and Alvin Kamara versus anyone on the Panthers, including Christian McCaffrey. So yeah, uh, yeah I'll take I'll take that. Especially when McCaffrey is, you know, I, I love Baker. I love his attitude, but he's not a not a great quarterback. So when you don't have a great quarterback getting you the ball in space, it's kind of tough for McCaffrey. So yeah, I'll, I'll take the yeah. Saints. Yeah. Uh, Clark, Clark's got Carolina money line also. This might not have been a bad one to take the under, to be honest with neither of them. I'm not too confident in either yeah. of their offenses right now. Um, yeah. I mean, this is, this is very, I think that was my, I had a side one where it was either under and I just decided to go with the spread. So yeah, no, you're probably right on that too. It doesn't seem like both either team can really score at will. Just hope. You hope know what, you can, can I switch mine up because everyone else has picks? I just want to go under under forty and a half. I'm talking myself into that one now. All right, I like it. I like it. All right, I'll switch on the official form. I apologize, to everyone, if they didn't get this far into the into the pod, but I guess you have to listen the whole fucking way, then, huh? Get, get <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, next game. Chiefs minus six and a half favorites versus the Colts. Over under is 49 and a half. I will let uh, Homer Bryant take it. Chiefs by a million. No, I'm just kidding. Chiefs cover this six with ease. Indeed, just like we 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 kind of were half assing when we were saying, you know, Atlanta got better at quarterback without Matt Ryan, and, and Colts got a little bit better compared to where they had. And like the Colts just shit the bed versus Jacksonville. I don't know what's going on with them. But I, I mean, the, it's not going to be a get right game for them. Chiefs are going to cover the six with ease. This might be one where I take an alternate line, maybe Chiefs, you know, mi- minus 10, minus 12 or something. I, I took Indy last, or yeah, I took Indy last week. I, I wish I, it's one of those deals where we do this Wednesday night. It would have been nice to wait 
because yeah. half their team all of a sudden Friday isn't playing. And so if I would have saw that injury report Friday, you know, beforehand, there's there's no way um, I would have taken Indy. Um, mm-hmm. They are getting Pittman back. Uh, I think they're getting one of their defensive players back. Either way, yeah, uh, Chiefs are going to kill them. They're, uh, Colts might be the worst team in the AFC right now. <laughs> they just look like they don't have a clue what they're doing. I think they can get back right. I think they can be a good team. But right now, they just don't look like they have a clue what they're doing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the Chiefs minus six and a half. Joey, what do you got? Uh, I will say it. Chief, or, yeah, Chiefs by a million. Um, I think that the Colts <laughs> might not just be the worst team in the AFC. They might be the worst team in the league right now. They, uh, I don't care how bad or how many people you're missing on the defensive side. If you have Jonathan Taylor and Matt Ryan with a any kind of receiving core in that offensive line, and you put up zero against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have a decent defense, don't get me wrong, but you still mm-hmm. put up zero, yeah, you, you're you fucking terrible. Get the fuck out of here. So, I'm and, just thinking uh, this now. Oh, go ahead, sir. Go ahead, Joy. Sorry. So I keep getting this Honey Nut Cheerios ad. I hope that's not playing through my microphone. Too, <laughs> no, because it's playing no. loud as shit no. through my headphones. <laughs> so if you see my eyes light up, it's because the fucking B from Honey Nut Cheerios is popping up on ESP. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and Clark's got the minus six also. Mm-hmm. I think now, that's... Joey, my question mm-hmm. to you is, is Matt Ryan's revenge to the Falcons, not that he's going to go and succeed with the Colts and prove how good of a quarterback he is. Is he going to lose every game so the Falcons don't get the number one pick this, this next oh, year? Oh, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> well... I don't know. I don't know. They're both 0-2 right now. God damn it. Wouldn't that be something if they both went 0-17 and we were like a, a coin A race to was... the bottom. <laughs> oh, God. Terrible. No, I, you know, I don't know. I... Go ahead. It's funny hearing it because it's like, you're right. They're they're 0-2. It's only been two games, but here we are going. They may be the worst team, blah, blah, blah. And so maybe maybe we're doing a little overreaction after two weeks, but boy, do they look like they suck. Jeez, they look terrible. You know who else started started 0-2 was the 0-16 Lions. So, I mean, they're on the right path right now. They can correct it, too. But... Yeah, yep, it's true. It's true. You can't, you can't uh, go undefeated and losing if you don't start 0-1. 0-2. Exactly. All right, so now that we're doing this, uh, they also started 0-3 last year and still made the playoffs. So maybe they're just a – Sputtering out of the gate team, I guess. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Well, Frank Frank Reich needs to get his crap together. Yeah, Jesus. I don't I know. Mean, that whole was... AFC South just does not look good right now. So no, no, that looks terrible. Yeah, I, mean, I say that the, as the... Houston just beat the Falcons. Well, I mean, it, the the big thing is just the turnovers right now. I, I mean, you look at the Chiefs who who are. I, I mean, first off, I mean, we're not to the Chargers yet, but they looked pretty fucking dominant even after herbert's injury to his ribs they they were looking pretty solid i mean i think that's going to be a close one between those two but like i guess my point is the chiefs had to play perfect to uh, mahomes is you know seven touchdowns zero interceptions we had to be per- play perfect to win that game matt ryan in the other side he's has he's only got 50 less yards than mahomes after two weeks but he only has one touchdown and four interceptions so i mean he's got to quit turning the ball over and give themselves at least a shot to win to win this game. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if that's going to happen this game. No, not this game. 
not this game. So, all right, we've got we're pretty uh, we're all on the same page on this one. I would I would assume Trent's probably going to go with the Chiefs winning this one. Oh yeah, or he might go bold and say the Colts will win. Who knows? Zero <laughs> percent chance he does that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next game, Eagles. I've got Eagles minus six and a half versus the Commanders. Um, over under is forty seven. I took the Eagles minus six and a half. Uh, Eagles look really good defensively and offensively. Jalen Jalen Hurts, he impressed me. I, you know, I, I said he was kind of a running back as quarterback. No, he he looks like the real deal. Yeah, that's good mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. The Commanders, um, they beat the Jaguars. That's kind of their best the best thing so far this year. Um, I don't think Chase Young is back, right? I don't believe he is. No, I don't think I so. Don't think so. I, don't, I don't think – I think week four was kind of what the target was. So their defense isn't fully intact yet. Um, I I just think – I think the Eagles are too powerful for the commanders. So I am going to go Eagles minus six and a half. Joey. So this game is the only game this week that has two of the top seven passing leaders in the league so far with Carson Wentz sitting at number two in yards – and Jalen Hurts sitting at number seven. So, yeah. Uh, points all over the place, probably, baby. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take the Eagles. I think they are they look really fucking good as a team right now. So, yeah, I'll take the mm-hmm. Eagles. They do. Mm-hmm. I agree the exact way you said, Joy. That's why I took the over 47. So, I think go. it's just going to be be offense galore, I would say. Because I was – as dumb as it is, I kind of get half my stats when I'm not specifically watching a team – on fantasy, you know, I picked up the Jaguars running back, but I mean, I'm looking at, I mean, again, Jalen 576, he's only got one touchdown, but I mean, they haven't had, they, they didn't need him to come back in that Vikings game. You know, no. they, they didn't have to push the ball. So they were running a lot of the time. So, I mean, that Sanders was looking really good. I mean, with, with Washington, it's not been as dominant, but they, you know, they've been able to pass the ball with ease. So, I mean, Wentz already has seven touchdowns in two games. So I, I think it's just going to be now, you know, are we going to see is is Wentz going to throw Slay's way? Who knows? But who I, did I just, Washington play last week? Washington last week. Uh, give me one second. I got it right in front of me. Washington. They played uh, Detroit. They lost thirty six yeah. to twenty seven. Um, but I mean, they've been Washington has gone over the first two weeks. Yeah, uh, but I mean, like they played Jacksonville the first week, so I. Mm-hmm. They haven't played the strongest defenses yet, so I'm gonna hold hold my breath on Carson Wentz being this throwing god this year. Um, so yeah, I'm um, yeah, I feel pretty comfortable with the Eagles. Yeah, and I think it's also some of it is a division game. The the Eagles feel slighted by everyone, you know, because I, I I feel like in the preseason we're probably all all, all of us included we're probably just going Cowboys with Dak, you know. So they I I don't know. I just have a feeling this one's go, going over with. They, they seemed a little disrespected when they were, you know, the way they've been talking this these first couple weeks as well. So, well, and that was kind of the, their division was kind of the joke too, because they were, you know, it'd be a team limping into playoffs that had a negative record. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, they've definitely improved. They could, they could easily win 10 games this year for sure. Yep. Easily. Yep. So I got a piece of trivia for you guys. See if you can answer me this. So, uh, I already gave you number two. Can you name the number one and number three uh, yards leaders in the league right now? I want to keep talking so we don't have dead silence on this audio. Um, but I would go with Bills. 
He's four. Really? No, it's 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 three like surprising teams. Eagles. Yeah. It was Eagles, Commanders, not Titans, but it's it's something like that. It, Ravens. So, so you got Tua Tagaloa, Tunga, Tunga Vailoa at number one, with 739 yes. yards. Carson Wentz, 650, number two. Number three, Mr. Old Man himself, Joe Flacco, sitting there with 616 oh, wow. yards. Yeah. And then wow. you have Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes after that. So, mm. Jesus Christ, what a weird start to a season. Yeah. Joe Flacco is elite. Yeah. Okay, PMG. <laughs> uh, I just saw what Clark had. Clark has Philly covering also. Yep. Okay, next Raiders and Titans. Raiders are two point favorites over and under 45 and a half. Um, I'm going with the Raiders. The Titans just look like trash this year. Uh, what happened to Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry's been pretty much non existent too this year. Uh, they don't know what what's what they're doing at quarterback. It looks like Tannehill. They pulled him. We talked about that already. Um, there's there's nothing about Tennessee that that says they have you know they've shown anything this year that they're going to pull this this off. The Raiders pissed me off because they you know I had them last week and they let Arizona come back, which never should have happened. Yep. But I'll uh, I'll saddle up this horse again and go with the Raiders minus two. Hmm. I think the big reason uh, Henry is not having as big of an impact as they traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles, which I think has helped their passing attack. But you're not able to stretch people because, I mean, the big thing that you had to worry about was like, we want to put seven or eight in the box, but we have to make sure A.J. is covered. And then Mm -hmm. you get rid of the one guy that could stretch the field out a little bit. And they're just going, well, let's put eight in the box and beat us with anyone else. And they haven't proven that yet. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm, I'm picking uh, Raiders minus two. Christ, they get they got to show up somewhere and rep this AFC West that we were hyping up was going to be the best. And Carr and Russell, they, they're mm-hmm. you know it's very top heavy. The, the top two are great. Top two are kind of stinking right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was looking forward to this bloodbath, and it's kind of turned into a pillow fight on with a couple of them. Golly, who would have thought the Raiders and the Broncos would have shit the bed? Not not a yeah, Chiefs right. fan. That's weird. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Joey, what do you got here? Yeah, I'm going to go with you guys. I think it's another get-right game. I think the uh, Raiders finally pull one out and take this one. Um, to, and to chime in on the Derrick Henry thing, I also think that uh, not only do they not have weapons and they're able to isolate and take away the run game, but uh, I think, man, they may have rushed him back from that foot injury too early last year in the in the playoffs. Like they're watching him last year before his injury when he got out on a sweep. That motherfucker was the fastest man on the field and the biggest man on the field, and he was able to stiff arm and get around the edge too. And he just doesn't look the same right now. So I don't know. Uh, hopefully, everyone knows I have a huge ass man crush on Derrick Henry, and I love him to death. And I hope that my uh, my baby boy can get back into shape and start running down the field again. <laughs> baby boy that's a grown-ass man <laughs> he's gonna have to dm uh josh allen see if he can teach him how to do that stiff arm again yeah yep exactly exactly um clark's going the opposite he's taking the titans money line yep i sense a lot of just chiefs hate in clark's picks he, he's always choosing him <laughs> joe burrow the raiders <laughs> i'm friend on these <laughs> You're not the only one, huh? Or at least I'm not the only one, I should say. 
but but hey, it's it's working out so far. I I can't blame him. I just sometimes I got to go with my with my uh, I, I can't go with my heart all the time, you know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next, Texans and Bears. Bears three point favorites. Forty and a half is the spread. This one sucks, guys. This game just yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's it's the Texans are not good. They're, but they they've kept up with the teams. Um, well, who they did they win? Yeah, they they tied Week One with Indianapolis, which we've already said they might be the worst team in the NFL. Um, and then Broncos didn't do anything against them either. So maybe I'm not giving the Texans enough credit. The Bears looked pretty good Week One. Um, week Two they looked like garbage. Although they weren't that far off from making it a game with Green Bay either. Um, I'm going to go with NFC North Bears minus three. Joey. Yep. uh, I'm going to go. I think I took Chicago. Yeah. I'm going to take Chicago at home just because they're at home. Um, I don't think either team is really good at this point. I, unlike most people on this podcast, haven't given up hope on Justin Fields. I I don't like his comment from this week, though. But, uh, yeah, hopefully he can win (laughs) those fans back. Let's – yeah, and learn to keep your mouth shut there, but <laughs> Josh, that's not, that's not smart of you. You don't. And you I know I piss off a fan base that already doesn't like you. No, and and I and I and you know he's not wrong. He's really not wrong. There, these athletes right. are the ones that spend hours working out, practice, special diets, all that stuff. So he's not wrong, but you don't say that. You're right. <laughs> just I, yeah. I don't I'm care how many middle aged fat white guys you're pissed off that they're eating pierogies and yelling at you and stuff. Like just don't say that to them. I mean, we we sit here eating pizza on the couch. You know, we're lucky if we got a shirt on or pants on even, and we're just right. yelling at these these, you know, best athletes on the planet and thinking that we're just as important as they are, which we're not. But yeah, you don't say that. You just don't no. say that at all. Brian, what's your thoughts here? I was just gonna say I'm really shocked that like like with, with schools like in Ohio State or LSU that have been dominant for so long and ba- I'm sure Bama has this where these guys are coming there to go to the NFL. I'm surprised they don't have like a public communications class that they require them like to, to do the professional. And, and you know it it's also is kind of a baity question, but like you said, he he said what you're not supposed to say. You got to sometimes we in this PC culture we get a little offended when someone actually speaks truthfully. But I would say, I, I mean, either way, with all of that, Chicago's frustrated right now. I think the Texans are on the rise. I mean, they tied versus the Colts. I don't feel good about Chicago at all. They, yes, they beat the 49ers, but it took a downpour, and it was not It was not because of Justin Fields' amazing passing prowess and everything else. Mm-hmm. So I, I yeah. just – I don't know. I, I think with this one, Houston covers the two and a half. I think there's a decent shot Houston wins. I just think they're the better team. Um I, I almost, to be honest, I almost went under 40 on this one again because it just, it's one of those prove me you're going to break 40 before I even trust you're going to do it. It's no offense, yeah. we're going to talk about it tomorrow, but we're going to, but like Iowa, Iowa's offense. Prove you're going to break 35 and a half before I bet any over on you this this week. The over under in Rutgers is 35 and a half, Joey, and the majority of people are going under on that. <laughs> I mean, I would. I'd put the yeah. over under like seven. I mean, they barely. Uh, never mind. We can talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clark did take the under on this one. Nice, He's right there, there with you. Smart man. Yeah, these are two. Just, I don't know what Chicago may be good. I don't know. I I don't think either of these teams will be good. So it's just kind of, 
at this point taking the home field advantage, I guess. When, when I when I see a team that that is on the one yard line and you don't hand it off to your running back that's getting positive yards all game, I don't trust your competent offensively. So yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, I hate that game. I just hate that game. <laughs> I'll be taking a nap during that game. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. Next, Jaguars and Chargers. Um. I had. Yep, Char- Chargers seven-point favorites, um, 48. You got 47.5 um, as the over-under. I, I, I'll, again, didn't put a bet on this one yet. I'm waiting to see what's going on with Herbert. Um, yeah. Is he – What's has anything been said about him this week? It's only Wednesday, so I don't know if he's been practicing. He's getting better. There was an article two hours ago that was released on ESPN, but – you're dealing with Herbert that might not be 100%. Keenan Allen, who might not be 100%. I know Everett was looking kind of shook and tired at the end of that game. I think he's fine, but um, th- this is 100% dictated on is Herbert going to be ready or is it going Chase Daniel? Not that Chase Daniel is bad, but after Jacksonville just 24-0 Colts, I'm, I'm kind of feeling – I mean, I got Jags plus seven right now, even with, even with Herbert. I just think they, they've played dominant enough on defense last week. They might have a little swagger. And honestly, Trevor Lawrence hasn't been playing too bad either this year. He's not the top seven or ten, but I mean if you're not turning the ball over, I mean they he's been he's been playing pretty solid for him. Yep. Um, Brian, I think you just talked me into the Jacksonville plus seven. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, for me, it's main, you know, mainly waiting on Herbert and seeing. I'm gonna definitely wait to see before the game what the line is. If the line drops a little bit, maybe to five, um, and Herbert's, uh, you know, good to go, I'll, I'd probably take the Chargers if it stays higher, and uh, Herbert's still kind of we don't know. I, I will take Jacksonville. That's 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 my. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely a see where we're at at that point. Yep, yeah, I'll fill this. I'll fill our little chart in on uh, on Sunday morning because that's that's where I'm at. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put a better guarantee on on this game until I know what's going on with their star quarterback. So, yeah. Joey, uh, Chargers are making the Super Bowl, so they're gonna win this game. I think they. Uh, I don't think oh, Jacksonville yeah. is quite up to their league yet, even if Chase Daniel is in. So yeah, I'll take the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clark's got the over on it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot, I think that as well depends on, uh, actually really, I mean, I could see it being a shootout both ways. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. that, that, that Chargers defense is very good, but I don't know. I, I, I you know, you start airing it out. This is a very offensive friendly league. I, I mean, I could definitely yeah. see mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yep. And the Jackson and the Jacksonville Jaguars have a ton of weapons at their disposal. And if Trevor Lawrence gets on a roll, you never know what can happen with that. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yep. Uh next Packers and Buccaneers. Buccaneers are two point favorites. So that's what I had. You have one. Oh, it's moved to one. Okay. Um 41 or 42 is the over under. I got I got the Packers at plus two um earlier today. Uh Tampa Bay hasn't looked great this year. Uh, I think the Packers kind of had their their back to back to heaven, I guess, like back down to earth. Yeah, back right game against the Bears. Um, Mike Evans is gone. I don't think Chris Godwin is playing. Uh, I think I think their Julio Jones is going to be their number one this week. I think 
Uh, offensive line still worries me. So, I yeah, I'm going to take uh, Green Bay plus two is what I got it at. Uh, I won't even be shy of going money line with them winning this game. So, Joey? Yeah, uh, Julio sat out last week. I don't know exactly what he had going on. Um, he looked great in the first week. I I have Tampa right now. It's up river. Um, and I, man, you almost talked me into Green Bay with everyone else out. I, I'm going to switch. I'm going to take Green Bay on the road, gets it done in Tampa. Yeah, I always say never bet against Tom Brady. Well, when he doesn't have any receivers, I'm going to bet against Tom Brady. Or or a line. I gotta go. Gotta go in and switch all my pools. (laughs) Brian, who do you have there? Yeah, I was I was looking at that as well because I I would say I I'll be honest I had uh Jesus they they literally have so many wide receivers and offensive linemen out. I was just starting to try and see where Julio was. He didn't practice on Wednesday. He's questionable. You have uh you have Evans that's out for uh, out for suspension. You have uh. Fournette that is limited in practice. Give me a second. I have the other receivers. They have uh, Miller that that's out for a. Uh, he's questionable. Uh, let me see. Oh, Jesus Christ! I, oh, I, I I put it in. I had Tampa minus one. Oh my goodness! You know what? I already put it in. Let's just keep Tampa minus one. I might be able to gain a gain a point on you guys if they pull it out. So. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. it, it, it. The sad thing is, is I have no justification other than it's Tom Brady right now. So, <laughs> well, that's always what my justification is. It's it's Tom Brady. That's enough, you know. And, and <laughs> that was what Mike Evans said. It's Tom Brady. What do you expect me to do? <laughs> right. Well, well and you, but go ahead. I would say when it's a one point spread, I feel a lot better with going with Tampa because I mean you're either saying it's going to tie or lose, and, and I've lost it anyways. You know, if that was mm-hmm. if it was Tampa Bay minus three, I'd probably go Green Bay to be honest, or minus three and a half, whatever it is, just because that one point. I'm just who do I think Tampa Bay or Green Bay? Yeah, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's yeah, why I was you know say, you go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say you know we say well it's Tom Brady. Well, then on the other side, you have every time we talk about Aaron Rodgers as well, it's Aaron Rodgers type of thing. So uh, yeah. you have both sides of the coin with this one. Yeah. All right. Uh, Clark had Tampa minus one also. So next, Falcons and Seahawks. Seahawks are two-point favorites over under 42. Homer Joey, what's your take on, on Atlanta's game? Uh, well, I'm trying to – for me, this was a toss-up. I just kind of think it's one of those games that Mariota does pull it out and uh, the Colts will continue on the road to the one seed so or the one pick. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have any faith in anything that the Falcons are doing on either side of the ball. Um, I know Drake London looked good, Kyle Pitts. Um, is getting a ton of attention, so maybe people will start focusing more on Drake London and the Falcons can actually come up with a better game plan. But I've never heard of the running back. I've never heard of half the defensive players. So we'll see what happens. I, I, I think that Atlanta gets it done um, because I just don't think Geno's very good either. So hopefully, uh, yeah, we're going with a battle of two great college quarterbacks that have not lived up to the hype in the NFL. <laughs> Brian, what's your take? 
Uh, over 42. I think the same thing. I, I mean, as much as I want to say Seattle beat the Broncos in a miracle one point win week one, I mean, Atlanta just covered uh, 10. They, they almost beat the Rams, you, you know, and now mm-hmm. Rams are probably in control and it might have been a garbage touchdown. But I mean, Atlanta covered on that one. I just think it goes over between Atlanta's sh- shit defense. No offense. They've allowed a lot of teams to come back late. It seems like they come out hot and then they, they just they slip behind like in the Saints game. So over 42. So for the rest of the season, if you say anything bad about Atlanta, you don't have to say no offense. I'm the one that picked them to get the first pick in the draft. So you're okay <laughs> with saying no offense. What if I say with the most offense? What if I say that, Joey? There you go. Uh, that's fine. I'm not taking any anyway. So uh, yeah, I just, yeah, they're not good. <laughs> I, uh, Took took Falcons money line, another underdog money line here to, this week. It's uh, my second. I'm I'm going brave this week, boys. So, Holy shit! Um, Falcons have looked Falcons have looked a lot better than what I thought they would at the beginning of the year. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what the C, uh, the Seahawks beat Denver, but I don't know what they've done to get the two point favorites over the Falcons. I guess they're home, so that that makes a big difference too. That makes the three point difference too. So yeah, I'm yeah. going money money line underdog on this one. That that yeah. line and is the Falcons have crazy. covered both weeks. Sorry, yeah. you're good. No, I was gonna say the line has been going crazy the last two hours. I was just looking at it; it's been bouncing between Seattle plus two to Seattle minus two in the last two hours, just going back and forth. So lines must be going crazy with people putting in bets right now. <laughs> Jesus, what is this AMC and GameStop? Possibly <laughs> some Doge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did, sorry, uh, Joey. I just sold my last bit of Doge. I, I lost thirty-seven dollars in it, so oh, I have twelve no. more dollars in my pocket. <laughs> don't uh, you don't need to uh, apologize to me. I sold out last spring, so yeah. yeah. Trent still has his, doesn't he? Yeah, Trent's yeah. the one that's holding on it. Yeah, I made like Trent five is- grand off of it. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. It, it, mm-hmm. I'm saying it's it's trading at six cents right now. So buy buy, buy low, sell high, Joey. This is the right yep. spot to buy back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Clark took Seattle on this one. Toss of a coin beyond this one. It is, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, next Rams minus three and a half point favorites against the Cardinals. Over under forty and a half. Screw Kyler Murray. He pissed me off this week. <laughs> I just, I, I, I've said it before. I think he's the worst contract in the NFL. Um, <laughs> I do. I, I, I do. Cliff Kingsbury is not going to have a job at the end of the year. I, I stand behind that one. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 beta coming out now. Uh, yep. Rams minus three and a half. Just fade Kyler Murray. I, I just think the Rams are a better team anyway. They, you know, Super Bowl. You know, they just they won the Super Bowl last year. They looked a lot better this past week. They did. I mean, they almost blew it, I guess. Who, who did they play Atlanta? No. Who they play? Who? The Rams? Yeah, they played Atlanta. Like yeah. About they, I mean, I guess they almost blew it at the end there. But for the most part, they look like a much better team week two. Um, I still have a lot of questions about the Cardinals. And, uh, I don't think the Rams are as strong of a team as the Raiders. Or I think I don't think the Raiders are as strong of a team as the Rams. So I'm going with Rams minus three and a half. Um, Bryant, what do you got? I got I got Rams covering. I think when I think McVeigh or I'm sorry, McVeigh always does good 
Um, I mean, they won the Super Bowl last year. I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury, he does good versus mediocre coaches. But then when you have a, co- uh, a coach that has a game plan and goes against you, he kind of just shits the bed. I, I think McVay, I think they said in the last seven is 5-1-1 one, and one against the spread uh, against against uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Um, you, you know, you got Cooper Cup for the Rams versus a not solid Cardinals defense that's been exposed the last couple weeks with, I mean, the Chiefs just demolished them, and that's the closest thing. I can't compare the Chiefs and the Raiders one and one. But, I mean, the, the, they don't look that great. They also have to deal with Aaron Donald. And one, I, I'll be honest, man, when, once someone told me a couple weeks, or it was a couple years ago once they said, Kyler Murray runs around like a toddler running away with their, like you catch him with like your cell phone, they run off. That I, I just watched that, that, two, uh, that two-point conversion and the setup for that. And he, he just runs with his arms out here. I, I just can't take the guy seriously. <laughs> and, and I agree with the, the Call of Duty stuff. So, yeah, Rams minus three and a half with these. Joey? I'm looking at it. Last year, the Cardinals did beat the Rams at home in week four by 17 points. Um, yep. They started off hot, though. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I love how that he's the worst – contract in the sport and yet Deshaun Watson got fully paid fully guaranteed and oh okay well I can't say what I think about Deshaun Watson so yeah Yeah. and then yeah I know so anyway I uh (laughs) I don't know I'm gonna go Rams just because they're at home and I think that they're a better team overall I I'm not a Raiders fan where I'm gonna it's it's at where it's at Arizona oh shit I'll still take the Rams um, I just think they're a better team, but uh, yeah, that's good because did anyone else see the slap that uh, happened at the Raiders Stadium to Kyler Murray? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and now they're charging him a battery, so that's fucking. Oh funny. gosh. Yep. If, it, if, Kyler if, Murray if, didn't press the charges. The, the if stadium Ky- if did. Kyler it does. Oh really? Yep. That's what I was just gonna say. Like I was like, because I had just read an article saying he's like, no, bygones be bygones, and then someone else mm-hmm. is suing him. That makes no sense. No. Yep. So in the, I guess because it was on in public and whatnot, that someone else can say that he did it, and I don't know press charges for Kyler. I have no idea. I I just saw it on Sports Center tonight that he's still getting charged with it. So that's yeah. dumb. Okay, you yeah. are right. Deshaun Deshaun has the worst contract in the NFL. I will. Uh, Kyler has the second. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I get that. I, I completely I, forgot me, about Deshaun. He's kind of yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, Ky- Kyler's just not. Uh, I don't know. I just would not trust him as my quarterback. I think he is like the comeback Vic years, where you just can't trust him. He's going to have a huge game and then just have a terrible game. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you love when he's playing like that. Those huge rushes are why you're paying the guy. Mm-hmm. But when you can have when you can have a Matt Ryan that's a consistent pocket passer, and you know what you're going to get every week, or a Mahomes, or you know you see Herbert that can do the limited running. But it's, yeah, I mean th- those guys have game plans. Kyler is just running by the seat of his pants, playing backyard football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does anyone know? Are they filming the in season Hard Knocks right now? Or does that start later in the season? I think it starts like second half of the season. Okay, I didn't know when they started filming. I just knew it was in season. So because that's the Cardinals, and I, they honestly they look lost on offense without Hopkins. So that's yeah. why Kyler had to do that big ass long run for um, that two point conversion or whatnot. So yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. What well, happens. You don't yeah, I'm still take the Rams. No, 
All right. Um, Clark's got Rams money line. Yep. So next, 49ers and Broncos. 49ers are one and a half point favorites over under 45. What have the Broncos done to have that close of a of a spread? Mr. Yell pass or run. So this was my second easiest bet. 49ers one and a half. No, oh, no, wait. This is one that I bought up. I bought up the 49ers. Uh, let me look what I got it for. Oh, the here. alternate line? Yeah, I took the alternate line of minus three and it went from went to plus 110 making money off of that. So, yeah, I took them at minus three. Um, I, I The Broncos just have not looked good to me. They just haven't. Uh, Russell Wilson, I, he's he's fantastic, but Nathaniel Hackett, their their head coach, doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. He, he it just looks like he's way over his head. So yeah, I got 49ers minus three. Uh, Bryant, what do you got? Fade Hackett. I have the exact same thing. I have I have Niners. I mean, again, I don't get how it's this close right now, other than you know of Russ in the past. Uh, right now, uh, San Francisco, they are 19 and 10, uh, 66% against the spread as road, uh, road dogs under Shanahan. And then again, with Jimmy G, he, he's going to be starting here. Jimmy G is 17 and eight against the spread on the road. So you've got an established quarterback. You have a team that doesn't know some of the basics of how to run an offense. I mean, it's, or, or I'm sorry, just even game, game management, not, not oh, offense. the clock management's been atrocious. Mm-hmm. That that was it, that was funny when we talked about it the other week where it just Peyton Manning said what timeout in a thirty second span said it seventy two times or something yeah. like I, that that was all of us that week like what the fuck are you doing either ugh, yeah so that might have been one of those hires where Hackett was you know offensive coordinator for Green Bay very possible that Aaron Rodgers got him that job. <laughs> I mean, it could have. I mean, remember before they got Russ, I think they the Broncos were in the contention for Aaron Rodgers. That could have very well been a, hey, we're bringing your guy. Why don't you come with us? And then right, smoke yep. a little ayahuasca and say, I'm going to stay in Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's not a drug. It's it's a drink or whatever he said. Yeah, it's got hallucinogenic qualities. Okay, that, so it's a drug. Sorry, it's that, not it's, a drug. That's not a drug. It's just a you know, it's a, it's a health aid. <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joey, what's what do you got this week? Yeah, so just jumping on the Hackett train. Uh, I think the worst worst time that you can have uh, as a head coach in the NFL if you don't know what the fuck you're doing is facing a Kyle Shanahan led team. Um, that dude over prepares for everybody and they always have a game plan. So Niners are gonna route them the fuck out. Uh especially with the news I learned before the podcast that the morale is up because of Jimmy G taking back over, like that's awesome. So yeah, I uh, I think the Niners are a very very good team, um, and I think they have the best tight end in football. So hopefully they just uh, put up like seventy points against the Buccaneers or against the Broncos. Jesus, Can't he might actually play this week too. Exactly, exactly. Hoping so. What what do, what do the Niners do if Jimmy G just comes out and he has another winning season? Do they get rid of Trey Lance? Because I mean, you've heard Shan- I heard Shanahan was talking about like, 
hey, are you going to go sign a QB because Trey Lance is down? And he's confident with Purdy being number two. I, I almost feel if Jimmy G comes out and, and does his thing this year, I think they trade Trey Lance. I think they're comfortable with Purdy as a backup. And that's not being Iowa State homer over here. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. Shanahan saying he's comfortable not signing a, a veteran backup. If you're the Niners, what are you thinking right now if you would have actually gotten rid of Jimmy G? And now, I mean, Trey Lance gets hurt. You're having a rookie play. You know, that that's a tough position week three. I know Purdy's good, um, but, yeah, it's – it's yeah. I don't oh, know. They, I, they I kind of agree with you. They would have had a backup, not Chase Daniels, but they would have had someone, not – I don't think you go with Mr. Irrelevant week three. I think you, you'd sign anyone at this point and, you know, you play – we're bringing in a veteran – and then if they don't do right. shit, then it's like, whatever. We season's lost. Bring in some seventh-round picks, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, uh, yeah, I would go with, yeah, I think they got to trade Trey Lance then. I mean, that's too much money to have in Jimmy G wrapped up in him and then just getting rid of him when there's not re- a real market for him. And you can still get value for Trey Lance. So, yeah, I think you would get rid of Trey. Is Jimmy G, is Jimmy G on a one-year, does he have multiple years on his? Well, there's... I think it was a one year. Yeah, it wasn't a was it franchise tag? I I didn't keep up. I know it's only no, one. Year. Yep. Well, I, I think at that point, then Jimmy G's probably looking for other opportunities, and you're stuck with Trey Lance. I think I don't think I think San Francisco kind of shot themselves in the foot on this one, but I don't yeah. know because because if, if he goes out, he is really going to literally make you pay. And if not, he'll go somewhere else. I wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he tried to go within the division. I mean, if unless Seattle's, you know, really set up with Geno Smith or Drew Locke, I mean, he could just hey, Seattle signed me, and I want to beat them twice a year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. Like I said it right away, I mean, he's taking you to the NFC Championship twice, and you're going to go with, go with Trey Lance over him. I, it just makes no sense to me. But. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Uh, let's go to the game of the week here. Monday night football. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Cowboys and the Giants. Uh, you got Dallas or uh, the Giants at one point favorites right now. Uh, over under is 39. I got, I actually went with the Cowboys and I got them at plus two and a half. Uh, Cooper Rush has looked good. I, I think he has. Um, the Giants, what well, the Giants are two and zero now, right? So mm-hmm. they've won, they've won their two games. They've been decent. Um, I think at some point they've probably got to fall back to kind of who they were last year a little bit. This might be this might be that game since it's a divisional rivalry. So yeah, I'm going Cowboys plus two and a half. Bryant, what you got? I got Cowboys plus one. I, I I'm going to jump on the Cooper Rush train with him. His two games have fourth-quarter comebacks versus a, Vi- a good Vikings team last year and a good Cincinnati Bengals team, that, again, from last year, that from what we can see. Um, Giants, I'm not 100% sold. They won week one because of a missed field goal by the Titans. Um, they only beat Panthers by three. I, I think it's the the um, Cowboys, by pl- they cover the one, they, they win. But um, I was going to – I'll save my po- uh, last point here after Joey's pick. Sorry. I'm going to go with a very good chance that I'm in bed by 9 p.m. on Monday night because this is a snooze fucking fest for me. Minus I hate both teams. 
Yeah, I hate. Yeah, I hate both these teams. Um, the only person I even care about that's on that field is uh, fuck. I can't even think of his name. The linebacker <laughs> from uh, the the Cowboys, uh, Parsons. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's the only one that I care about on that whole field. So yeah, I'm. I, I won't be paying attention to that game, but I would take. Uh, who did I pick? The Giants. Yeah, I think I took the Giants. So did Clark. Clark took the Giants money line also. Yeah. Bryant, what's your what's your point? I would say, and again, Giants 2-0, they've proven they win. Dallas is dealing with the backup, but I think with a week of preparation, I think this Cooper Rush does just fine. Um, can the NFL quit fucking putting Dallas at, at Giants or Giants at Dallas every fucking Sunday night? Every Sunday you. is an NFC East team because they've got the four largest cities that these teams are in. I get it. It's a, it's population. They're the ones that are going to bring in money. I do get it. I like, I understand the dynamic of it, but Jesus Christ, no one gives a shit about a backup quarterback Dallas at D- Danny dimes. You, you know, who gives a shit about this game? The over under mm-hmm. is 39. I, I mean, the, the, this is going to be, a shit game and we're all gonna and like you said i i'm like i that is not going to be appointment television like i wit i know the nfl has rules after i believe week 12 they can start flexing out games during the day and they do have to set these monday night football games in advance but like geez could we not like get a flex on some of these games because god like every year they have to play cowboys at giants on monday night football and it's always just awful Do, do you remember the one it was uh, when the Giants had just signed. Oh my God! It was an Eli injury. Um, it was the backup for the Vikings for the longest time, and I can golly doesn't matter uh, either way. Th- it's just a shit game, and we just have to suffer through it every Monday night at least once every year. Yeah, well, and, and I'm tired of them trying to force Dak Prescott to be everyone's favorite quarterback. Right. Yes. Jesus. Um, so the rule rule for flexing is sorry to interrupt, but rule for flexing is they can do it twice between weeks five and ten, and twice between weeks eleven through seventeen. So eighteen now, but yeah. So they can do it starting week five. They can start doing it, but they can do it twice those five weeks, and then twice in the weeks to follow. So something that was kind of interesting to me a couple of years back. Um, Pat McAfee had some sort of partnership with someone. I can't remember what company it was or whatever, but they had the company made it. So he had to a lot like 10 or 15 minutes of talking about the Cowboys. Um, what? It was, yeah, it was like almost daily. He had to talk about the Cowboys for like 10 minutes and this partnership ran for a couple months. And then after that, but it got to the point where he's like, yeah, so now we have to do our, um, Cowboys dedication for the day and talk about them for five, 10 minutes or whatever. So there's just, there's just weird things out there that the Cowboys are basically forced upon everybody. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was America's team in the nineties and they were still probably one of the most hated teams out there too. You know, they, they were loved by Texas and that's about it. So yeah, I'm t- I agree with you, Brian. They're, they're trying to force Dallas, and New York since they're a big market, but definitely Dallas to be one of, you know, must see TV for everyone. Everyone needs to love Dak Prescott. And it's just stupid. It, it gets old. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, good point. Sorry. The, the, with the, when the last time the Cowboys were relevant, were po- when Pogs were relevant, I, I don't give a shit about this game. You know, it, it just, 
until Danny Dimes does something, until again, my boy Cooper Rush, if he does something, then there we go. I'm back on on enjoying some Cowboys games. But like when you're most noted for it's fun to watch you choke, I mean that it just makes terrible football. Just yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, we made it through all 16 games. Uh, this will be should be uploaded tonight to be listened to Thursday morning. Um, if you do listen to this Thursday morning, make sure you you guys are doing college football, correct? Yep. Tomorrow yep. night we're going to do a live stream. Yep. So make sure you tune in to Thursday night college football Bryant specialty mm-hmm. show with Joey and maybe Trent. I don't know. But depends if he's what, available, but we'll be starting around 8.30 on Thursday night. What's uh, anything special on the agenda? N- not really. I would say we're probably going to focus on see if Iowa can break 35 points in their over-under. Um, big game with I- with Baylor and Iowa State here. Um, really, really, just a couple – I mean, no, nothing really major. Just kind of break down last week. And, we, and we've there, – there's a lot of good games this week here. I would say with – I guess – I'm going to say good games in respect to like a top 25 matchup, but I, I would say last week they, the, the big one that was, that was a big game was Texas A&M in Miami. And that one really didn't pan out too well. That it was kind of a snooze as well, but I would say, I, I mean, honestly, I think we're going to talk about as well. I don't know how much you uh, um, want to Joey, but I think we got to talk about Kansas and Kansas state a little bit between Deuce mm-hmm. dropping a deuce in that game and between Kansas actually being relevant this year. Well, yeah, we definitely got to talk about the uh, blue bloods of football, all four being undefeated at this point. Duke, Kansas, yep. North Carolina, and Kentucky. We Maybe we'll have time to bitch about how college game day should have went there instead of Knoxville. But we'll, we'll oh, yeah. talk about that tomorrow <laughs> or tonight, I yeah. guess, when you're listening. Yeah. Have, have you guys been watching much college game day? Uh, I, I, now that McAfee's on there, I've tried to t- tune in, you know, a, a little bit more. But, uh, again, it's, it's kind of one of these, you know, they had, were at App State last week. It was an amazing crowd, an amazing game, and they just go right back to SEC. And, and, yeah. and I'm just, I'm just always anti-SEC. For me, I mean, we've talked about it before, college, it's, it's so-so to me. I'll watch LSU, and I'll watch some of the bigger games. And, you know, for me, I, I love McAfee. Um it probably, he probably makes it a little more exciting. I just could never get into college game day or at least sit there and watch it for how, what is it? Two or three hours long. Yeah. Um, I, so it was kind of, and I still can't even with him on there, but I imagine he makes it a little more exciting anyway. I usually mm-hmm. tune in the last hour once they're doing their picks, you know, but like, you know, I'll wake up in hour two, I'll get my coffee and then it's just in the background. But yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. really until the picks come out, I, I kind of change in between them. The, the Fox guys have really been stepping up their game a lot too. I would say I uh, last year I switched to the Fox stuff quite a bit, and then now that Urban's back, I don't know. I've been so busy on Saturday mornings, I haven't had a chance to watch really either one that I won't be yeah. able to this weekend either because we'll be pouring concrete. So um, yeah. yeah, I won't be able to do that. But still, I uh, I like the Fox one better, but with Urban Meyer on there, I'm just not going to give them my time. So yeah, it's. I like college game day. I like the tradition behind it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not must watch TV for me by any means. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. All 
right. Well, thanks, boys. Uh, we'll see you again next week. We'll, I'm sure we'll be back to our normal Monday Monday yeah. pod. Um, I, I mean, we can all watch the Giants and Cowboys together. Oh my god! At least I'll have something to do ra- rather than <laughs> rather than watch the actual game. To be honest, so yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I just remembered. I'm gonna be in Atlanta. I'll be another hour ahead of you guys. So yeah, I can't go to bed at nine because I will miss the podcast then. So no shit. Sorry, you're gonna have to suffer with us a little bit more, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Yep. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Bye everybody. Bye.